Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of the Dogs Podcast is sponsored by Buckeye Law Group. Browns fans, the 2022 season was anything but pain-free. Unfortunately, that just comes with the territory of being a Browns fan. But if you're experiencing a different kind of pain, Buckeye Law Group could be your solution. If you've been injured in a car accident, slip and fall, or a work accident, call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. And their attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. So don't make the mistake of calling just any attorney. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. 1-800-411-PAIN. Buckeye Law Group, 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210, Cleveland, Ohio. Proud fans of the Cleveland Browns, just like you. Bengals fan, we heard all week from you that you were going to kick the Chiefs' ass. Players are going off. We're going to dominate you. Burrowhead Stadium, you called it. Well, let's hear one more big chant from Burrowhead Stadium. Oh, that's right. You're going home. Well, it's Dogs Podcast time. Let's kick this thing off. <laughs> Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use code TPPN if you're jumping in there. Get your uh, 200 free bets. Uh, Please bet responsibly, but win yourself some money, have yourself some fun. Don't be like John. He keeps making $100 bets and then losing. <laughs> Although, in his defense, he did win over a grand in two days. So, he's, you know, ebbs and flows. Just, you know, don't throw your life away. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, Tom Brady retiring this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about the conference championship games. And then, to wrap up the episode, we're going to do our first Browns mock draft. We're going to knock out a quick full-round mock draft for you guys. Uh, so we've got a pretty good episode lined up, considering the Browns haven't played in a few weeks, so we appreciate you being here. Uh, before we do get into the episode, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Uh, if you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more Dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member on the Patreon page. Um, you get an extra episode every week. You get to be really involved with those episodes, uh, and topics range anywhere from football to basketball to movies and comics and TV shows and games. Pretty much anything is uh, fair game in the After Hours episodes. They're a good time. Uh, you get access to the private discord uh, you get to hang out with us all the time so it's just a good time for everybody uh, help get you through a slow off season join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member and then one more thing before we jump into the episode you have about five days to vote for the mad dog award so head to the dogspodcast.com slash vote 
that will take you to the link where you can vote for the Mad Dog Awards. We want to try to get as many votes as possible. Uh, we're going to record. I think we're recording Tuesday next week. So you probably have to like Monday night to get your votes in before we have to start compiling everything. Uh, so make sure you guys do that. Um, share, share the link with everybody. Let's try to get as many votes as we can, make it uh, as much fun as possible next week. Um, as you can see, not in the studio today. It was tough kind of lining up everybody's schedules. John... Hey, we got John jumping in. We don't even know if it's going to work. This is why we're getting a late start. John's having some audio issues, but we're going to see how it goes. I, John could probably just stay muted for the whole episode. Nobody would know anything was up because he usually only says a couple words anyways. That is correct. <laughs> Wait, John, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I've been well, having audio that. issues. I, I believe you. I, I knew born. you could do it. Um, <laughs> good to have you here, buddy. Uh, anyways... You missed what we're going to talk about today, so try to keep up. Uh, but I have faith in you. You'll be able to do it. So woke up this morning, and uh, the big news of the day, Tom Brady retiring for the second time. I have a sneaky suspicion this time it's for good. Uh, he's got a lucrative contract set up with, I think, CBS. Um, either CBS or Fox. I'm not sure. Maybe Fox. Um, to do color commentary for football games. So he's, he's already got his next job lined up. And I think it was, I think he can still throw, but he doesn't like getting hit that much. He never liked getting hit that much to begin with. And when you're going to be 46 years old, I feel like you really don't want to get hit. And uh, I just don't think he feels like doing it all again. So yeah. um, maybe he's going to try to get his wife back. So. Uh, <laughs> Go go do it, Tom. But what do you guys? Where do you guys think? So he's. I think he's the goat right now. You know, does anybody ever pass him in that category? Uh, Patrick Mahomes could. I like Patrick Mahomes' chances. I like Josh Allen's chances. But I mean, you got to be longevity too. It's crazy how long he's really done it. Like guys have come into the league, left, you know, and he just keeps going and and performing for the most part. Yeah, I so think we I talked, talked. Was, was that like a couple episodes ago? We talked about how he's the outlier. Most guys, if they get two Super Bowls, they're a lock for the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, it's winning as many as Tom Brady did. That doesn't happen often, ever. So, I think, I think, I think go ahead. Go ahead, John. No, I think it depends on how you grade championships, right? Because I think there's going to be a better regular season quarterback at some point. It probably will be. You can maybe debate there already has been, but I don't think anyone's going to 10 Super Bowls. That's. It's super crazy to do that. It's unreal how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. We have like legendary quarterbacks who have never been to a Super Bowl or never won a Super Bowl. He's been, he's seven to ten. That's I don't think anyone's touching that. Ever. We're a franchise that's never been to one as a franchise. He's been to ten. In he has more seasons. and he has more rings than any franchise. Yes, uh, I think to what Justin. I think Pat Mahomes is going to eventually go down as the greatest quarterback of all time and i don't think josh allen has a shot <laughs> health wise you mean health wise no it just, just how you run in, in everything in everything wise he's longevity he's too up yeah, and down yeah. i just there's to me pat mahomes is on a completely different level than everybody else uh sure. but i think if if pat mahomes becomes the best quarterback of all time it tom brady's still going to be considered the best winner of all time because there's something to be said about taking pay cuts for 23 seasons to allow the team around you to be better 
to put yourself in a position to win. All these guys say they want to win Super Bowls, but then they want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. You know, he actually put his money where his mouth was. He took the pay cut so he could have a great defense because winning is what mattered to Tom Brady. So he might, I think he'll eventually be unseated by Pat Mahomes. Just the way the league is going, first of all, where it's pass, 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 he's going to have every record. And what Mahomes is doing right now is, insane he's been every year he's been a starter he's gone to the AFC championship game he's about to go to his third Super Bowl uh but I think Tom Brady will forever be the the best winner of all time and it's not like he's he's retiring with seven Super Bowls and he has no stats to go with it he's number one in almost every passing category so it's not like you know people say he got carried by a defense blah 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 well the defense didn't throw 660 plus touchdowns and 80,000 plus yards so it's not he's not limping in, you know, with bum stats. He's still got the numbers to back it up. Now in those some of those Super Bowls, he might not have scored a ton of points, but again, they had a great defense because he took pay cuts. So um, he's the ultimate team player, ultimate competitor. So uh, I know like a lot of people hate Tom Brady, but I've never been like a Tom Brady hater, and I know Josh absolutely loves him. So <laughs> you know, it'd be sad to see him go. But I think the league's in good hands. He's kind of one of the last old heads to go. Now it's like Aaron Rodgers. And once Aaron Rodgers leaves, we're officially on to the next generation. That's fair. Yep. Sad. Uh, do you think Tampa Bay now is in a complete rebuild? Yeah. Yeah. Unless they land uh, – I, I saw something today. They only have one uh, active quarterback on their roster, and that's Kyle Trask. I think Blaine Gabbert is a, a free agent, or he's already gone. They basically said, like, so you you think you're so good with Kyle Trask? I mean, I know we haven't seen him play yet, but no, I think if I think if they land like Derek Carr, it's fair. Yeah, then they're not they're not in a rebuild because the defense is still good. They still got elite weapons on the outside, and Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, Rashad White looks like a pretty good running back. I have a feeling they'd move on from Fournette. Uh, they still got like breaks a, a nice tight end. They got weapons on offense. They got a solid defense. So really, all they need is to get their offensive line healthy, and, and add a guy like Derek Carr. And are they are they Super Bowl contenders? I guess it just depends on what Derek Carr you get. But I don't think they're in a complete rebuild if they can land one of these free agent quarterbacks. Now, if they don't, and they're rolling in with Trask or Blaine Gabbert, then yeah, it's. It's rebuild time. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I also don't know if they have a coach. I know they just fired their offensive coordinator. Um, so we'll see who they – did they hire anybody for that? I don't think they have, have they? I don't think so. Not yet. So, um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, So we had conference championship games this week. The game I was the most excited for was the Eagles-Niners game. And then it turned out to just be, you know – not a very fun game to watch, especially if you're a Niners fan. Um, Brock Purdy gets hurt early. Josh Johnson comes out. He's not really playing that well. Then he gets hurt. And really, I mean, that was in the first half, right, when Johnson got hurt? Mm-hmm. Yes. And from that point on, they could they could not throw a pass. They did not have a quarterback on the roster who could throw the ball. They had to put Brock Purdy in just to hand the ball off. I think he threw one screen pass. I'd never, I've never seen anything like it. It was very weird. Very odd. <laughs> I was kind of rooting for the chaos. I wanted to see CMC or <laughs> yeah, be the quarterback. Going at quarterback. Yeah. Um, but it, it really, you, you got a feel for Niners fans. And 
they can't keep anybody healthy. I don't know what it is, but they have the worst injury luck of maybe any franchise in the league. I completely yeah, agree. It's one of those things where I, you're not even surprised anymore when you see a 49er injury, especially at an important position, you know, quarterback. They can't – Jimmy's always hurt. Trey Lance now, that's two years in a row that he's had dealt with injuries. Now Brock Purdy gets hurt. It's just – it's crazy. It is so crazy that it's that one team that just it seems to keep happening. So do you, do you think if Purdy's healthy the whole game, the Niners win? Or do you think the Eagles were winning no matter what? I think Philly had that thing from start to finish. Yeah, I would agree with that. They they looked like the better team. Which that night. to me it was it was very. I've, I watched some Niners football this year, and they bully everybody. This was the first time where I felt like they were getting bullied a little bit. They and were, especially, and and it felt like Philly kind of smelled blood in the water, especially once Purdy got hurt, and it was just. And I didn't know what Shanahan was doing, putting tight ends. On um, the edge rusher, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, the dude from Philly who's just wrecking Reddick. the game. Reddick. Yeah. Reddick. Reddick. Like, what are you yeah. doing? That, that why are you blocking this guy one on one with a tight end? He already got one of your quarterbacks hurt, and you keep you just are still doing it. It just to me, the Niners just looked out coached, and for the first time maybe in like my life, the at least the last couple of years. They look like they got out physical. The defense played as tough as they could for as long as they they could, but eventually they were going to wear down. Um, so yeah, I thought the Eagles. I think it would have been a closer game, but I thought the Eagles had it from the get go. I, I was really impressed with the Eagles. Um, what do the Niners do at quarterback now? That will be knows? an off season storyline to follow. Man, that'll be interesting. So they're both they're both coming off injury. Uh, I think I saw what's it, Purdy's going to have to have surgery, and it's going to take yeah. six months or something like that. Um, so who comes into camp next year? Say they're both healthy by the start of camp. Who comes in as your one? I mean, I, I think it's got to be Trey Lance. No way. And no I, way. So it's crazy. It depends. It depends on if San Francisco still believes in Trey Lance. If they yeah, still true. believe in him. I, I don't see any world where they can just – you have to trade him then. You know what I mean? You have to get would, some I type can, of value back. You you literally dump three first-round picks into the game. I would make the argument they've never believed in him, at least the coaching staff. The mm-hmm. rumor was that Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. Uh, they gave up all these picks to get this guy and, never pl- and they didn't play him. And then when he did play, he wasn't that great. And now well, he's been hurt two years in a row. They believed him in, in him enough to at least make him the starter this year when the season started. That was kind now, of by default. That was kind of like, a, sure. hey, we just gave up three first-round draft picks for this guy. But he's done absolutely nothing in his career to show that he deserves to be the number one coming into camp next year. He's done nothing. Hmm. I, I do agree with your point there. You know what I mean? I mean, last year he literally came in here in, in spurts, and then this year he played one – terrible weather game uh i think it was against chicago it literally yeah. just downpour the entire time and then i'm pretty sure the next week he broke well i'm pretty sure he broke his leg right or his ankle yeah so, i mean our the sample size we're talking about is what four games i i don't have his stat line like in front of me but we're talking about four games 
at least you have to see it's almost like a situation with Green Bay. Like, but they have their guy. At some point, you have to like see if you have something. You have Here, here's my thing: is if if Brock Purdy wasn't the last pick of the draft, we wouldn't be having this conversation. The way he played and the amount and how many games he won in a row, they would be talking. If he was a first round draft pick, it would be this guy's the next franchise quarterback in the league. He's, you know what I mean. So if you remove the bias, why would you ever? If if Brock Purdy was a, a, a even a second round pick, we would not be saying, well, you got to give Trey Lance a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. If I'm the Niners. I'm trying to trade Trey Lance to a team that needs a quarterback this year. Like, I think there's four teams in the top ten probably that need a quarterback. I don't know if you can get a top ten pick for Trey Lance, but if you if you can, like the Panthers, imagine putting a top ten pick on this this Niners roster. That'd be scary. So, so here's my thing too. Just to counter your argument, let's say they pick Lance. Do you trade Purdy, or do you just keep him as your He's basically like an ace in the hole. Like you, he's your new Jimmy G. Like that's what I would do. You've got next to no investment in the guy, right? You got what? So you've got next to no investment in Brock Purdy. So I mean, you might as well just keep him on your roster, like Justin was saying, as your ace in the hole. I wouldn't trade him because you know Trey Lance is probably going to get hurt again. (laughs) Yeah, you might. You need to have at least three to four quarterbacks who can at least throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> um, a quarterback that can't. <laughs> this is true, <laughs> except for maybe we'll over in Baltimore. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I I, I think the the Niners situation is going to be super interesting to watch in the offseason yeah. because I think we said we said before like if Trey Lance doesn't work out, that could cost some people the job. But drafting Purdy in the seventh round might save all those people their jobs if. They can get any kind of value back because we're, we're saying you threw away three first round draft picks to get Trey Lance, but it's literally cost them nothing. They still have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it's not like they did it and now their 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 team is falling apart and they're mortgaging their future. They're still they got Debo Samuel locked up. They got seen. I mean, they're they're fine because they're still not paying, paying Brock Purdy anything. Right. So they're paying him nothing. They're yes, paying him right. hardly anything. But that, that's, I think they have confidence too in their draft picks. You know, what I mean, yes. I don't think that if you if you're hitting and the, these guys hit consistently. I mean, look at look at the defense, like the guys that have left, and then it's just the next guy up, and he's just as big of a dog as the last guy. And they all buy into the identity of what the team is. So, I mean, if you can continue to hit on your draft picks, I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, we're gonna. I, I'd be more confident in San Francisco's. GM right now hitting on not having first round picks, then I would say Cleveland's. And I'm mm-hmm. that's not a shot. You know what I mean? I'm just saying they've proven that they can draft extremely well. Except for maybe, you know, Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, and we'll see. To be continued. We'll, we'll see. see we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that we're not going to, I don't want to talk too much about like who we think is going to like, how Philly's going to do in the Super Bowl because that'll be next week. Um, but I think Philly's got a great shot. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. 
The stage is set and we're counting down to the battle in Arizona. There's no better way to get ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Ever since sports betting became legal here in Ohio, I've been putting my bets in almost every day. I mean, we got football going on on the weekends right now, but NBA is every night and, and it's just been a lot of fun. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whatever is going on in your life, BetterHelp could be a great option for you. BetterHelp is convenient, flexible, affordable therapy that's custom built for you. And best of all, it's 100% online, so you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. And finding the right person is just as easy. Just fill out a short questionnaire, and it'll match you with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time, for any reason, at no additional charge. Look, we all have stuff we're carrying around. And finding someone that you can just talk to, a professional to just talk through it, it really, truly helps. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S, today for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash dogs. Uh, that was, you know, not as entertaining of a game as I thought it was going to be. Uh, the next one, the Bengals-Chiefs game, ended up being entertaining, although not quite as high scoring as I was expecting. Uh, I believe we've got a voicemail from Phil about this game, though. We do. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Phil. I figured I'd give my perspective on the Bengals' loss since I live down here in Cincinnati and I'm seeing the, the tears firsthand and they are delicious. This is funny to me that uh, the Bengals fans are so pissed that the chiefs called them out after the mayor down here called uh, Burrow Mahomes daddy. And the players were calling arrowhead Burrowhead, And they're, they wonder why the chiefs took that personal. And then they're of course crying about the refs, which I mean, the refs were terrible in both games, honestly. And the refs have been terrible in the NFL all year, but the Bengals had plenty of chances to win that game. Even after the supposed redo, which they seem to be focusing on that for some reason, they punted still. And then the Bengals threw a pick and the, the, the hit out of bounds on Burr, on uh, not Burrow, uh, Mahomes was definitely a late hit. Their O-line got trashed. I don't know why I'd give a lot for Chris Jones on the Browns defense. Um, but yeah, it's uh, going to be an interesting Super Bowl. I think I'm going to root for the Chiefs because I hate the Eagles. You guys have a good one. Love the show as always. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said there. Yeah, I mean, you basically... <laughs> I, I don't the disagree with really, the word of it. The Chiefs did well there. Thank you. Well, ahead, take it away. Okay, so well, the Chiefs, the the Chiefs pulled out the big win against the Bengals, which if you would have asked a Bengals fan leading up to this game was impossible. The Chiefs were just the worst team ever, and you know, I mean, you had Cincinnati's mayor talking crap, saying Joe Burrow was Patrick. I'm like, what are you doing? I'd never seen one team get so much bulletin board material in one week in my life. Like, do we we know that this is Patrick Mahomes, right? And Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, like, we know this is the team that's hosted the AFC Championship game four years in a row. Like, 
Bengals, Bengals fans have it, it took one year of losing the Super Bowl to make Bengals fans go from you don't even know where they're at to just like unbearable. I mean, imagine <laughs> losing a game and just becoming this unbearable. It's 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 crazy to me. Yeah, people saying is Joe Burrow better than Patrick Mahomes and calling it Burrow. Right. Oh my God, I like Joe Burrow. You know he's he's good, but my come on. I thought they got served a big old slice of humble pie, and Bengals fans are crying about the refs. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You had multiple chances to go win that game, and Joe Burrow threw two picks and only scored 20 points. I don't want to hear about the refs. I don't want to hear – no. You let Pat Mahomes on one ankle throw for over 300 yards against you, against your defense. So with – no receivers. The Chiefs were rolling out a practice squad. They were down like their top two or three wide receivers. You let Marquez Valdez-Scantling torch you over and over and over again. It's just, come on. The, I, I, it, was, it was beautiful to see. I, I well, was, it was nice at the very end of the game, the defense was like, hey, how would you guys like to get in the field goal range? I mean, that penalty at the end, I, I, I was just, I could not believe that guy did that. Like, it was just such a... I don't even think the penalty was that big of a deal because they were going to get in field goal range anyways. They were only like five yards away from it. So the only difference was it just it just made it easier to get into field. I mean, they were they had 40 seconds and they were five yards away from Harrison Butker's uh, range and Pat Mahomes got out of bounds. And I think they still had timeouts. They, it was the penalty that obviously was stupid and it made it easier. I think the bigger issue was they allowed like a 35 yard punt return. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, it was just it was it was beautiful to see. And I think you know we talked. Uh, this is just another year where the 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 quarterback who made their Super Bowl debut and lost it didn't make it back to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. You know, we put out a video last year's Joe Burrow ever going to make it back? A lot of people like he'll for sure be back. I'm not saying he won't, but oh for one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and, and here's my, here's my thing too. A lot of people are, you know, they were riding Joe Burrow for beating the bills who I think we can all agree the last like month or so of the season, the bills weren't playing that great. Um, Josh Allen had been up and down pretty much since he hurt his elbow. Uh, I wasn't even surprised to watch the Bengals beat the bills. Um, but Joe Burrow has never played on a team where he wasn't completely surrounded by elite wide receiver talent and a stud running back. And you know what I mean? Like he's, they, they like to talk about his offensive line. They're like, Oh, and his two biggest games, he, his offensive lines let him down. Well, yeah, you pick Jamar chase instead of Sewell. You know, you can't have, you can't have it all. You can't have Jamar chase, T Higgins, boy, Joe Mixon. And then still, and then think you're going to have five pro bowlers on the offensive line. Like, Come on, guys! You, you sound like Baker Mayfield fans. How? What do? What do you need? You, you're gonna have you're gonna have Jamar Chase and Higgins and Joe Mixon uh, and Hayden Hurt. You're gonna have these guys, or you're, you're gonna have you know just Jamar Chase, and you're gonna have a couple better offensive linemen. Like you, it's there's a salary cap in football. This is you're not you can't just put together you know an all star team. And so, okay, then tra- get rid of Jamar Chase and pick up a couple offensive linemen. So I'm interested to see what Joe Burrow is going to eventually – he's going to ask for a lot of money probably. Unless he goes the Tom Brady route, 
he's going to ask for a lot of money thanks to the Browns, and I love to see it. And I'm interested to watch him have to play football without arguably the best wide receiver core in football because when he was in college, he had the best wide receiver core in the, the country. And the year he didn't, he was not that good. So, again, I'm not, I, I'm not hating on Joe Burrow, and I think he's good, but I'm just – I'm interested to see what he plays when he's not surrounded by an all-star cast on the outside. Yeah. I think if he – and he's going to get money. They, they absolutely should pay him everything that he wants. But just know that the defense isn't going to be as good. You're not going to be able to go out and get free agents like uh, – what's his name from the Saints? Uh, Trey uh, Henderson. Yeah. You can't go get guys like that. You can't spend the money. So, uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers took a big bag last year. and Cost him Devontae Adams. Some guys had to go. It's it's one of those things, too. It's like um, you, Jamar T. Higgins is going to get money from somebody. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to – I don't see a world where they can keep T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. I think T. Higgins could go be like a number one, honestly, somewhere. Like yeah. with a good quarterback, that could be that could be your AJ Brown if you're, you know, Philly or you know, Devontae Adams. That you could go get that kind of weapon. He could be that guy. Yeah. I don't know if it could be Devontae Adams. He could be AJ Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae Adams is I think in a different he's level. A, he's category. Leave them. Yeah. But no, I, I get what you're saying. Like I don't see it. All these guys are on rookie deals. You know, so the, like this is their window, and and if they if the window could possibly shorten if Joe Burrow asked for two hundred and fifty million, you know what I mean? Like it, it could get real interesting in Cincinnati real quick. We'll see what Zach Taylor's made out of. Their owner's kind of cheap, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna find out what happens here. It's gonna be real interesting. Um, I'm, I'm happy that they were they got that humble pie. It was good to see because Bengals fans were becoming. Unbearable. All four of them. (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Kick off 2023 the right way and stock up on the best tasting meats you can get with Omaha Steaks. Right now, you can get up to 55% off the most delicious foods Omaha Steaks has to offer, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Best yet, when you use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Even the savings are the most delicious you can find. We are an Omaha Steaks household myself. The freezer is always stocked full. We're headed into the cold, dreary months of the year. So right now is the best time to load up your freezer and make the dinner decision an easy one for you and your family. Order your favorites a la carte or select from Omaha's pre-sorted package specials and try some of everything. Whatever you do, make sure you grab the caramel apple tartlets for dessert. They are absolutely awesome. So head to omahasteaks.com right now. Take advantage of up to 55% off the best meats you can get. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout and get that extra $30 off your order. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code DOGS. Happy eating, everybody. Uh, so kind of a, you know, not a ton going on in the sports world. So that was those were the, you know, the only two games to talk about. So I think we'll go ahead and slide on into the Brown Mock Draft here. Uh, we do have a voicemail. 
Hey guys, it's Kenny Matt calling about last week's show about the needs for the team. Defensive tackle and receiver were obviously high. I put all my money into defensive tackle and free agency, especially with having uh, Schwartz as our defensive coordinator. Uh, he'll develop or keep consistent defensive tackle play. So get Deron Payne and uh, receiver, just pick some good receivers, second, third round, let them duke it out. Because um, you can find some talent in those levels as we've seen and they come on faster. Well, except for Anderson sports but anyways uh let's me hear your thoughts guys all right so i think uh pff has our needs as interior defensive lineman uh wide receiver and safety some people might be thinking why safety i think there's a solid chance john johnson's not going to be on the team i think we can if we cut him like post june 1st or something like that we can save a bunch of money and cap um so I don't know if John Johnson will be here. So that leaves the safety room is Delpit um, and Anthony Bell and is Ronnie Harrison if he's back. So we could definitely use some safety help. Yep. So I'll pull up the mock here. Okay, there we go. All right, so I can't – I'm sorry, I wasn't exactly listening to everything you just said, but this will be a four-round – Mock, we'll just do four rounds, no trading or anything, and we're gonna see how it falls. Team as is, we obviously we can't assume any free agents and stuff like that. So this is obviously a very early mock. Right, way too early mock, but hey, you know it's mock draft season, so you know when the Browns don't make the playoffs, so might as well, right? Yep. All right, here we go. I, I was thinking so when I was do, doing one of these earlier. I saw Will Levis go third. I I get the sense that guy's going to get some people fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can look. I can scroll back up here and we can see what it said. Will Levis went fourth to the Colts. Second QB off the board. That's – I don't know. Sometimes in C.J. Stroud goes down to seven. I'm taking C.J. Stroud over Will Levis. I'm just – I'm calling that right now. You, I, you would think so, right? I mean, that just it seems like the smart choice. I, I don't know. But – so, yeah, so, that, you know, we can look at the first round later if we want to, but Browns are on the clock. I could pick 42, and we can look at some of the names here. Obviously, we're not tight end. I mean, linebacker we could look at, but I don't think they're going that way this early. What do you guys think? No. I see interior defensive line. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. It seems like we're always getting oh. stuck with Michigan players, but it might be the best pick. Um, our biggest need, especially with hiring Jim Schwartz, is definitely interior D-line. Uh, and, and I know Kenny Mack said he thinks they're going to address it in free agency. I would agree. I, I think at least one, if not two, in free agency. But we're doing this assuming uh, that none of that is going to happen or has happened. So I think the biggest need for this team is definitely interior D-line. Right. So we've got Mozzie Smith right now on the board out of Michigan, PFF rank of 44. And then the next guy uh, – I'm just going to try the name here. Moro Ojomo from Texas. He's ranked 66. So there's a large gap here from where the Browns are on the clock right now. I pick 42 with the 44 ranked player. And then to the next interior D lineman's not till 66. Let's, let's snag him. I know Michigan's defense yeah. is good this year. So let's grab him. All right. So yep. we're taking Mozzie Smith out of Michigan interior defensive lineman. Um, like you said, Blake, if nothing happens in free agency, nothing big, obviously the Browns are going to need to fill that hole in this uh, Jim Schwartz defense. So here we are. We're on the clock. Pick 98. 
PFF saying needs. Obviously, we know wide receiver. They're still saying interior D lineman, but, you know, we just took one safety like you talked about, Blake. We know linebacker could be an issue as well. So any names here popping off? So when I did this earlier, check the wide re- – can you can you go just straight to wide receiver? Sure can. Here you go. So when I look at these wide receivers, I mean, Perry is – you know, I feel like it might be a little bit of a reach. Um, what about if you can check the safeties? Yep. I'd like to try to sway you guys also. <laughs> go ahead, buddy. All right. Um, after he's done with safety – I know it's not listed as a need, but I'd really, really love to maybe take a shot at like an edge player. I mean, Clowney's out. Unless some the, some miracles work out that he somehow comes back on a lesser contract. So as far as edge rushing, right here is uh, Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin. Um, edge. We've I don't got- think that's a bad pick just because I know we, our needs are wide receiver and safety, but I don't want to reach. You know what I mean? I still want to give value. Yeah. And I and mm-hmm. all, the, all the wide receivers and the, the safeties, I mean, they're ranked 100 in the low 100s where pick 98, so it wouldn't be too terrible, but we might be able to get better value in the fourth with one of those. Uh, and like Justin said, I mean, I guess we have Alex Wright, but you can never have too many guys who can get after the, the passer. No, especially, you know, knowing that Clowney is not going to be around. So it's really just Miles and Wright and then um, uh, Winovich. But we don't have a whole ton of depth there. So I don't hate going edge here without any free agent knowledge yep. to us. You know what I mean? So you guys like this kid out of Wisconsin as the pick? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the pick at 98 is going to be Nick Herbig. We've had my rusher out of Okay, so now we don't have too far to wait. Go to yeah. pick 111. Now now let's check wide receiver. Okay. So here we've got, on, it looks like Andrea, oh boy, Iosivas out at Princeton, Tyler Scott, Marvin Mims, Jonathan Mingo. And then I think we're probably reaching. I've, I've heard some things about Ronnie uh, later in the draft, but he's kind of further down the board. Marvin Mims, I think there's a little hype right now on him. Receiver out of Oklahoma. What do you guys think? That was who I was looking for to see if he was still available. I don't know if, if we passed on him now, I don't know if he'd still be there because I know we don't pick again until the fourth later. Or later, When's our next pick? Do we know? Actually, next pick one, is uh, 126. So, Well, why don't you go check the safeties then? Okay. So we'll take a look here at Safety. Mm. Quindle Johnson's the top safety out of Memphis, ranked 147. If I come the entire board, safety is – got to scroll a little bit. So call so me I crazy. We, Do we – just for, for giggles, what about tight end? I know it's not – so the top tight end, uh, rank one twelve, Brevin Span Ford out of Minnesota, and then there's our Ohio State guy, Cade Stover. Who so, I mean, I think that kid's a beast. I really like Cade Stover, but I don't think he's coming out. Oh, really? No, I don't know why he's. I thought for sure he was going back to Ohio State. Oh well, maybe he is. I don't know. So I mean, if Cade Stover is there, it, I would like him and I would take him here, but. I don't think he's – I'm pretty sure he went back to Ohio State. 
Well, then let's just not take him here just in case that's, that is the situation. Um, Mims might be our best bet right here. What, uh, Justin, John, what are you guys thinking? I'm okay with Mims. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm super cool with that. I watch so much college football. (laughs) (laughs) What we need to do is for the next draft, we need to get, uh, Bosarge on here. Yeah. What for either the next one in, uh, in March or maybe the one in April, we'll we'll get Brian Bosarge from Draft Network yeah. on here, and he's always doing mocks, so he knows what he's doing. But you guys want to take Marvin Mims here? Yeah. Yes. Let's yeah, okay, let's Marvin Mims, wide receiver, Oklahoma. And then we're going to scoot on down here to our last pick in this mock, pick 126. Okay. So now I guess would be we could check out the safeties. Yep, we can look at safety. Top one is still the Quindell Johnson. Um, then there's Rashad reach. Torrance, uh, Trey Dean, both safeties out of Florida. Hmm. What about what about wide receiver? Going back to the wide receiver, well, we've got Jonathan Mingo from Mississippi, Xavier Hutchinson, Iowa State. I have heard his name, uh, but I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, Rakeem Jarrett. I don't know. Mm. We can go back to the full board and just, you know, what do the Browns need? I mean, there's Mingos at the top of the board, the wide receiver from Mississippi. There's some centers, another interior defensive lineman, Jonah Tavai out of San Diego State, Jared mm. Kingston, tackle out of Washington State. We know we did some O-line depth. When, what is that, Papo, linebacker out of Auburn, is the top linebacker on the board. What do you guys think? So, um, I don't mind going that another D, an interior D line. If we're under the assumption we're not, we haven't signed anybody or we're not going to sign anybody. Okay. Okay. So, what do you, I mean, is that where you guys are leaning here? Um, I'm I also think it's the best value we can, I see right now. Okay, so Jonah, we'll just say Tavai <laughs> out yeah. of uh, yes. San Diego State. You guys good? Yep. All right, that's what we'll do. And the four-round mock is, is wrapping up. We're getting graded. Let's see what it says here. All right, so overall draft grade E. Our first pick of Mozzie Lime out of Michigan is an A-. minus. Nick Herbig. Edge rusher out of Wisconsin, B, Marvin Mims, receiver Oklahoma, B minus, and Jonah Tavai, San Diego State interior D lineman, is a B plus overall grade of a B. Not terrible considering. Uh, uh, we don't know anything yet. We have no yes. idea what free agents are going to get signed. Right. We don't know if there's going to be gonna trades. Yep. Who, yeah, who's getting cut. Who any of these players are. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a good uh, – It's a. Good thing to kind of do this and, and get an idea of who the players are in the draft at, at each round. And, you know, because we know the positions of need for the Browns. So it's good to kind of see what names could be in play for our team. Yeah, yeah we're very early in the, the research phase for the, but we just want to jump on, do a quick mock, at least just based off needs, you know, position ranks, just kind of give people an idea 
who could be available. They can start doing some of their own research. That way they can chime in in the comments, let us know who they think uh, the Browns should take that good thing. So it was good to get an early mock in, even if we don't know a ton about all these players. I mean, PFF doesn't even have write-ups on half these players yet. Uh, so no, I was going to jump in real quick and just say the one guy that did have a write-up, which I did want to read, was Mozzie Smith, our, our first pick that we took there in the second round. They said that Smith is a special athlete. He's three hundred seventy or 337-pound nose tackle. He could uh, see a rise up draft boards after the combine. They said he turned it on strong down the stretch in 22 as well and earned a 79.2 overall grade on the season. He's 6'3", uh, 337, kind of a big boy. It'd be good. Good for the Browns. Yep. So, um, yeah, good mock draft. Let us know what you guys think. Obviously, some of you guys who live, breathe, eat, and die college football, you might do better mocks than us. But like mm-hmm. I said, we're early in our mock draft phase and our research phase. I'm going to start doing a bunch of these and doing some research. It's tough to do research right now, too, with – I got this PFF membership, and then they don't even have write-ups for these people yet. So it's that's how early we are to the, the game here. But uh, that was fun. It's always fun doing my mocks. Sometimes I do them just uh, when I'm bored. Uh, so, um, <laughs> well, it's kind of a shorter, net, shorter episode, but not as much to talk about right now, so that's okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to get into before we wrap this thing up? Bengals no, fans suck. just just you know it's it's one of those things where it's just like relax guys you you guys you you lost the super bowl you you didn't even win it you know like i know we haven't been to one and i'm not saying we are but i'm also we're not unbearable at least i don't think so so uh like just calm down you know, calm down. We're about to see how good you guys are here once you have to actually start paying some of your players. <laughs> I uh, I want to congratulate uh, Tyler Huntley on making the Pro Bowl. With just oh, my God, dude. What a stellar season. I mean. So, but I guess before, how does how does that even come about? Well, he I earned it, man. Go ahead. He no, earned it. He played, he played real well. He, he put up some Pro Bowl numbers. <laughs> good, good, good. So I, I read the article. Basically, Josh Allen um, was out because he's injured. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. Uh, Two is out injured. Derek Carr is going to be there. He got invited, but there were all oh, Lamar's out. Uh, so there was all like, there's five guys ahead of him, basically. And then they ended up taking, jo- uh, not Josh Allen, but uh, Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, and then. Because I'm like, man, Derek Carr ain't going. Yeah. Well, here's my thing is how how is he how is he sixth in line? Who? Derek yeah. Carr or Huntley? No, Huntley. That's right. That's fair. I just, how, like, I don't understand I don't understand how he, he how he is even an option. He was more like uh, probably I mean, tenth Jaco- in line. He was like tenth yeah. in Because everybody else is ahead of him on like their depth chart. Jacoby Reset didn't play more than him. That's crazy. Than yeah. him? What about like Justin Herbert? He's hurt. He just had yeah. surgery. Oh, oh that's right. One. He did. I'm sorry. I forgot all about that. Yep. Okay. But if you go through the AFC quarterbacks, like, there had to be somebody ahead of him that could do it. I mean, like, I know this sounds bad, but you're telling me, like, Russell Wilson's numbers, even though they were abysmal, that they weren't better than that? Because it wasn't <laughs> like they were, like, mind blowing numbers. It was, like, almost 700 yards and, like, three touchdowns, two picks. Yeah. Like, stuff that. That's a two-game 
you know, for a good quarterback, minus the interceptions, that's two like two games. Easy. I'm at this point. Well, and they're not even playing a game, so why wouldn't you just not have a third one? Right. Are we worried about injuries in the flag football game? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, Rampant? Yeah, I don't know. That, to me, the Pro Bowl, in my opinion, is already like one of the biggest jokes in sports. So all they're doing is just furthering that by inviting a guy with numbers like that to the Pro Bowl. That's just – that's. That's so dumb. Yeah, that's pretty silly. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up on that note. It's always nice to like, make fun of some Ravens players before we wrap up an episode. I uh, can't wait to hear about how they got a Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, so they don't need Lamar anymore. So it'll be fine losing Miami next year. Uh, uh, again, before we wrap it up, remember to head to thedogspodcast.com slash vote to get your votes in for the Mad Dog Awards. We want to get as many as possible. Um, please share that link with family and friends. Even if they don't know who these guys are, just tell them to pick us somebody. Just give us as many votes as possible. Yeah. And at least know who the players are. We wanted to have a little bit of legitimacy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the thedogspodcast.com slash vote. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Um, hopefully these fans of these other teams, if you're listening, since we're talking about you guys, hopefully, you know, we're not making you too mad or anything. Uh, let us know what you think the Niners should do at their quarterback position. I'm firmly on the Brock Purdy train, uh, so I think they should try to get something back for Lance while they can. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments. And lastly, jointhedogs.com, become a Dog Pack member. Check out the After Hours shows. Hang out with us throughout the offseason. Get through you know, what is a long, boring uh, time of no football. So again, on that note, we appreciate you guys being here and we will see you guys all next week for the Mad Dog Awards and our Super Bowl preview. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.